Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, first of all, for being here and streaming the show. What you guys may have not known is due to COVID-19, Marlon and I have been practicing social distancing, and we've been using Skype to record our episodes for the past couple at this point. Um, this episode in particular, due to connection, it might not be the best in certain areas when it comes to audio. We apologize for that, and bear with me, okay, as I begin to really learn how to work and navigate Skype and how to edit it properly. We gonna fix it for next episode, but let's get into this show. Again, big baby. Welcome. What y'all hoes been doing? Hold up. You know, it's been a while. And I feel a song in my spirit. Uh Uh-oh. You know, I always start with a song. And Uh it's in my spirit. Are you ready? I think I am. You think you are? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's time it's time for an oldie yet goodie. Okay. <clears throat> Through all this journey of discovery, all this journey of discovery, oh. finding you and finding me, finding oh. you and finding me now that I have You are so such a troll. Brings out the joy. Inside of me, inside of me, eat water, whatever we need. All we need is a lover in me. That's the way I feel it should be. You and me. Aggie, Aggie, Aggie. <laughs> so Aggie. Uh, well, <laughs> for a little backstory. Um, I found out while we were on break that Marlon loves <laughs> the things off the half and half. Mm-hmm. And myself and our friend Navi decided to torment him at one point and just continue to play the <laughs> Binging the goddamn show and continuing to play the theme song over and over again. Spare me, please. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, girl, it's been two months. Have y'all missed us? Did you think y'all about better us? have? I know you did. Did, y- did y'all think about us? Mm. Did you want to hear? Did you want to well, see? Did you want to feel it? What y'all hoes been doing? <laughs> what y'all been doing a lot? A whole lot, and I just. Mm. My name is Lonnie. Um, however, I'm gonna go by the alias. Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh God! And my name is Marlon. It's just Marlon today, though. Just, just Marlon. Marlon. And Marlon. welcome back, you babies. Welcome back. I received all of like I, you guys actually were showing out while we were away. Y'all were streaming the last three episodes of last season continuously while we were away to the point Thank y'all. where. 
the last, the very last episode that we recorded is setting a record for the most streamed episode of the podcast. Now, it's I, I, you know, I can't thank y'all enough today. <clears throat> we've been through, you know, some changes mm-hmm. since, since we've last come to you guys. Um, look, I guess I could start with saying, um, I guess I could shout out COVID because I'm officially an unemployed bitch now. So, <laughs> raggedy ho, raggedy ho. <clears throat> um, I joined the club. Thank y'all so much. This is beautiful. I love it. Um, I want the little sandwiches with the um, cucumbers cut um cut out with no ridges. I, I like it. It's fancy here. The girls can stay. Um, <laughs> also, while we were away, someone celebrated the birthday. You know, they got a little older. Just a, a little wiser. Just, Just fine like some wine. Fine like mm-hmm. some wine. And I was able to say I took a trip with my friend. Mm-hmm. And we went, you know, we did a COVID foodie tour. I'll say it that way. <laughs> because that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that's basically what it was. <clears throat> when I tell you, we start like, okay. Disclaimer before we get into the story. Um, if you are traveling, please adhere by the regulations. If you decide to travel, please be safe. There are masks, and y'all gonna love this story before we get into the show because I feel like sharing it. So, <laughs> our foodie tour starts with us going to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Oh, big baby. I was in heaven. It was muggy <laughs> in October, and I had on shorts. And you can't tell me nothing. I can tell the whole shit. The, uh, it was just such a good time. And you would think because of COVID that Bourbon Street wouldn't be so lively until we yeah. went to Bourbon. <laughs> yeah. She hit one good night. And, you know, everybody was still there. I mean, of course, you couldn't really social distance. Well, you could, but, you know, there were pockets of people, but we knew what the fuck to do. Mask the hell up. Y'all and Dr. Dreams stepped away from the folks, you know. But New Orleans showed us a good time. That was my first time there. We had a, yes, a fucking it was, my it was dope. It was really, really yeah. dope. We went to Virgin Street. Um, mm-hmm. We had all the good stuff. Oh, my God. So, y'all, it was this one spot that we went to in New Orleans called Daisy Dudes. And yes. They had baby. When I tell you, I live off of this Cajun, of this Cajun omelet, and it was so good. Like having Cajun food, having Cajun food in New Orleans, mm-hmm. top tier. Like yeah. you would understand so well and so thoroughly when um the influencers from New Orleans like super. That when she comes on and critiques people's gumbo, like with like this is not gumbo, and then when you actually right. see and taste real gumbo, authentic, you don't want shit else. You don't want nothing else. Leave me here. I'm all right. right. <laughs> and yes. After New Orleans, and we actually so we went. So we actually were still out. Marlon's birthday in New Orleans mm-hmm. when it turned 12 o'clock and that mm-hmm. was just late. So from New Orleans we glow trotted to Memphis, Tennessee. 
Yes. Now, this would have never probably been on my list of cities to visit. <laughs> but baby, when I tell you, Memphis showed us a good time. Really did. Filled our bellies once again. And baby, they got some ribs down there. <sighs> For, can, before we even go smack to, your before mouth. we even go to there, can we talk about the food at BBK? <laughs> Hello. Can we please have a minute to talk about the food at BB Kings? Because it was so good. It just didn't make no fucking sense. It didn't make no sense. Everywhere we turned, we was just eating good fucking food. And BB Kings just y'all are nothing, child. Now, everyone, I have a I have severe food allergies, so I can't really try a lot of things. Right. But. And my my allergy is it also goes to um to seafood. I can't have shellfish, but I had never tried catfish until that day. Those catfish nuggets at BB King. He learned that day. It's a leaky faucet. He learned that day. Goddamn it! Now, what was the name of that barbecue spot that we live? Chill. <laughs> I, wait a minute, because I... We need to talk picture. about that. I, I took a picture of the menu, because, God damn, we like, needed to know. It was, it was just heaven. Like, you could not... Like, I don't know how people can live in Memphis and say, I'm a vegan. How does that work? This be- I don't know either. Listen, that place was everything. Oh, wait, no. I don't have a picture of the menu, just the plate. Yeah, but it was dope. It was in a fucking alley. In an alley, people. In an alley, but this food was bomb. The food was so good. So nice, we had it twice. We literally had it twice. Like, that food was so bomb. Like, I'm I'm salivating thinking about the brisket. (laughs) The brisket. It was super dope. Brisket and and fucking ribs. And then they give you the hot barbecue sauce. Listen. Leave me there. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me. God. Now, um, there was a little bit of fun on my end in Memphis. Mm. Um, However, that is going to be saved for the hotels. Uh-huh. <laughs> hmm. I ain't talking about this, okay? <laughs> and yeah. we ended our trip in Nashville. Honestly and truthfully, mm-hmm. I believe Nashville was lively. Like I love yeah. Nashville. Like yeah. If you are a lover of music, especially seeing all the bars along this strip and all of them have live bands in them. Yes. And it was so fun. Like I have not yeah. had that fun that much fun in the city I've never been to. Like New Orleans, yes, and only because of the fact that and I'm pretty sure if it wasn't COVID, we would have saw really saw Ooh. New Orleans. But I'm gonna just yeah. start there's a here's a sidebar. I heard an authentic New Orleans accent and I damn near came on myself. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say that. But Nashville mm-hmm. showed us a 
fucking amazing time. Yes, and they did. We it honestly was a bonding a bonding trip. I will say that because mm-hmm. it was, I I bonded, we bonded, we connected. That's right. I found out what guys <laughs> makes Marley even more, and I can't okay. fight now. Y'all, he loved to troll me. He needs to stop. Y'all need to tell your friend to stop trolling me. No. Terrible. No. It makes the show. No. Mm-mm. I can't do Mm-mm. that. I, who said that? You said that? Because I didn't say that. I, I, I did. I did. I'm not letting it go. So you could just you could do what you need to do over there. <clears throat> so, um, Marlon, do you want to switch the format this show or do you want to wait? We're going to wait. So you want to give him one, one nasty old vote? Um, yeah. Okay, so there were a few decisions made while we were away. Um, y'all know it's time for Scroll One. Here's the thing mm-hmm. about Scroll One that's go around. Going forward, Scroll One will only consist of three to five stories. That is it. Yes. We're capping it at three to five stories. And this go around because we have been gone for two months. It is impossible for me to go back and update <laughs> y'all on all this crap. Right. Like it, it's it's just too much. Yeah, it's too much. We're not gonna reach all that all the way back because y'all did a whole lot since we've gone. So yesterday I had a conversation. Um, and it was one of my friends, shout out to my friend Chad. And he was telling me about how on Bridget Kelly's podcast, um, I forget the name of her podcast. It escapes me right now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently, one of the rats, one of the rat females, okay, um, I think her name is Sawiti. Mm-hmm. Um, are we talking about the, the the candies that we just got for Halloween? I don't know. <laughs> Sawiti, sweetie, um, sweet and low. Oh no, sweet and Who the girl that likes to take two thousands beats and basically tweet them for her? I mean, mm-hmm. her name is Sweetie, Sawiti, whatever you want to call it today. Fair. So she jumped on Quavo's live, which is her boyfriend. And she basically sent out a message to ladies, if he's not trying to buy you a Birkin, if he's not trying to pay your bills, then he belongs to the streets. Now, I guess this is a vent, and this could qualify for one, and I'm okay with it, because I think this is the one thing I wanted to really touch on, because I was so passionate mm-hmm. about it when I said it. Y'all just realize that, first of all, Birkin, Birkin bags, or pocketbooks, as I call them, first of all, they're ugly. <laughs> They're ugly, okay? Um, <clears throat> these pocketbooks cost, I want to say minimum that I saw in price is like $10,000. Right. Like, y'all are spending, y'all are talking about going into the Hermes store and getting a Birkin bag. Now, this is coming, this perspective came from a woman whose boyfriend is a millionaire, and obviously she is as well. When you have millions currently on unemployment. We're still in a global pandemic. Why are we worried about bags that you cannot afford? Sure. Why are we having full-blown think pieces on Twitter and Instagram about a bag you cannot afford? That bag causes literally your yearly salary. 
and you're having full-blown conversations about a bag. You have people that are literally struggling right now, and you're having full-blown heated debates about a bag that you can't even afford. Right. Now, most people that, well, what I know for people that actually possess Birkin bags, they only wear them for special occasions. So, <laughs> I'm really trying to understand y'all want to, first of all, it has to be at least five years for it to actually appreciate value. So, you want to wear an expensive ass bag day in and day out. And that's not what they're for. That is like fellas have a certain shoe you know, a little shoe with a little shine on it that is just they that's they going out shoe is their hat, their suit. It might be the cane, might even be up it might even be some frames that you only wear for special occasions. Right. That is the equivalent to a Birkin bag. Why are we having this conversation? And even though he's cancelled, um Tori had made a statement in regards to um I forget exactly what happened when he posted something online and someone asked, Well, oh well, why don't you get a girl a, Bir- a like a Birkin bag? And she's like, he said something, and it was the realest thing that I could think of to this conversation. He said, if you cannot afford to get that bag yourself, why are you asking me? The best flex you can ever get from these types of situations is, oh, you don't want to get it for me? Okay. I would like to purchase this. Right. I mean, you know, all of this shit is just classism at its best. Literally. Dipped in a whole bunch of other shit that's just unnecessary, unwarranted, and unneeded. Like, child, y'all lusting after this bag, and first of all, you're not going to wear it every day because it's not an everyday bag. Mm-hmm. Second of all, bitch, when you do wear it, you're going to wear it that one, two times, or whatever. And they're going to be out with another one in a couple of months. So Mm -hmm. you're collecting all these bags for what? For what reason? What purpose? What was the reason? What do you need it for? Because y'all trying to stunt. And then stunt for what? For who? Mm -hmm. It don't make sense. Like, I guess. I guess, child, but get your life. Go off. Please. Don't bother me. Whatever you do in life. Um, besides all of this, um, I hope as you're listening to this show that you are rallying at a poll somewhere, um, getting your ballot. Please, for the love of God, if you did not send in your ballot last week, do not try to mail that shit now. No. Please do not mail it now. It's too late. You're going to have to physically go vote. Yeah. You're going to have to physically go vote. That is okay. I melt before I trip, literally right before I left. I gave my ballot in. I did it well before we left. That was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what's going on tomorrow. I plan on being staying away from major media outlets. I just don't want to even, like, I'm not trying to avoid the inevitable. It's just this is going to become a thing. This is going to become a thing. Everyone knows it, and it's just... I can't wait for this to all be over with. I really can't. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in office, but I'm like, I just also want this to all be done. 
Like, I'm tired of it. Very true. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Marlon, you've seen all the lovely costumes. I know you were um, celebrating Halloween. Yes. Elsewhere. But did you see any of the costumes from Halloween? I've seen quite a few. And who do you think won? Um, so I will say third place for me. Okay. Goes to um, Sierra and her husband for their Janet Jackson and Busta Rhymes. I was a little lukewarm to that. I felt like, that's fine, continue your list. So that's my number three. Mm-hmm. My number two goes to the new queen of Halloween, Miss Cardi B, because she slays us every year for her Medusa. It was mm-hmm. dope. Shout out to my birthday twin. You did that. Okay. But my number one mm-hmm. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. has to go to Nas Mirage because he fucking did that. Like, literally broke the internet, tore the shit down. I, I just look at the content. Look at the fucking content. It was fucking dope. Now, of course, oof, I'm glad you just brought up, brought him up. I got, I have something for that in a minute. Oh shit! Uh, My number three is actually Cardi's. Uh, excuse me, Sierra's Cardi's Invasion of Privacy album cover. Oh yeah, that was good too. That was a good. That to me was her best one. I feel like Russell's costume as Buster. I feel like it could have been the wig could have been better. That was just it, and also, it's a certain level of confidence Buster had in that video with Janet. Like he damn near was fucking that woman without her clothes off or her being exposed. It's just the way he was looking at her, the tenseness. It was like he felt it, and because I know the video, and I'm like, Russell's not selling it for me. <laughs> that was what I did. Like he's not the, like, of course, yeah, it was wonderful, but I'm like, Russell actually is not selling Buster for me. And that's right. Like, okay. Number two, I have to give the queen her things. And number two is a tie for me. Mm. The first person for number two was Ryan Destiny as Lauren Hill. Yo, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. ate that. I was like, that's what you do. Hey, hard. To the point she had bitches doing double takes. Like, yes. yeah, she did that. And number the uh, person she tied with is Sweetie as Destiny Child Bootylicious um, single cover. This is true. Although I must say that I appreciated Sweetie's mystique a little bit more than her Destiny Child. But the Destiny's Child was more creative. Number one actually is my number one actually is a bit of you know we love nostalgia here at um in the Hodum. Mm-hmm. So this year for Holly for Halloween, um, you, we all have gotten our classics back, um, and we all know that Kyla Pratt is a big part of the culture when it mm-hmm. comes to especially the early two thousands and how. Black girls were portrayed on um, in television. She had her oldest daughter dressed as Penny Proud. I was like, "That is a wow. flex." See, I didn't she see won. it. That I is a flex. 
because she her daughter looked just like Penny. I was like, okay, she won Halloween. I don't care what anyone has to say. This is the best costume. That is a flex. I was like, like that is what you do. Okay. But that's a little nice accent. Um, breaking his his version of breaking the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm about sick of you hoes. Tell it. I'm about sick of you hoes. Literally, that man does nothing but mind his fucking business. That's all. Mind his business. Make his, get buy his beats. Make his songs. Put them out. He is young. Y'all sitting here trying to. The thing I don't like, and I hate when I have to when I have to do these things. Eats. Why did you get onto your Insta story and try and basically call him a body boy? Like, you could not agree with his decision, but at the end of the day, it was his money, and he decided to use it to recreate that actual look, boobs, ass, and all. That was right. his decision. It's not. I'm I'm tired. I'm so tired of straight men minding our business. It has annoyed me to the tenth power at this point, and I'm tired. Then a lot of y'all mind our business more than we do. Fifty Cent had the nerve to chime in on this too. I'm like, why are y'all minding our business? Did this boy ask for y'all to come in and judge and look at him? First of all, he decided to dress up as Nikki. It was no secret before he came in that he was a bard. It was no secret. This no. this would have happened one way or another. Then yep. he took the fucking costume. So at the end he of the did. day, you could be bent out of shape, pissed for nuts, all you want. If are you mad because you didn't think of it first, or are you mad because of the fact that you secretly was in his DMs and then you had to tell the world and act like you're damn homophobic? I just need to know for me because well. I'm sick of y'all minding our business. I really am. Like it's annoying me and my homegirl. And as a set in me and my ancestors. Why are you in my business? Get out of it. Go somewhere. You in my business? Don't do that. Um, what else? Oh, right. oh. <sighs> last and surely not least. I am sick of the Tory and Megan Gate. I am sick of it. I'm tired of talking about it. But I will say this, and I will move on. I will always say protect Black women. I will always say that she is the victim in all of this because she actually suffered the wound. Right. And that's not degrading her story in any way, shape, or form. But, and this is a serious but, at this point, there are some things that he has said that puts a lot of things into question because you would be first of all the one thing that he said and it's a major piece to this story that I need everyone to pay attention to because it's the one everyone overlooks Mm -hmm. number one you are not allowed to decide of an operating room this is a known mm-hmm. fact. No, not even a doctor could take a video. Like you guys remember, they, like when it was doing it in my feelings chance, and the doctor actually was conducting surgery when he did it. He got in trouble. I think he lost his license to practice. Like mm-hmm. you, it's forbidden. You it's though, a HIPAA it's, violation. Though it's your wound, technically, you can't even take a picture of it at that time because mm-hmm. technically they're removing bullets from your foot. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Secondly, most importantly, and this is a major piece to this whole story, and this is where I need to hear this in court. Like, I'm not sitting here saying that he's all clear on this. No, I'm just saying there's too many loopholes in this story that it, at some point they're going to have to put out what was the conversation that led to this because that's the mm-hmm. only thing they're not talking about. For someone with a record that has everything to do with firearms and you are on probation, that is grounds for you to go back to prison. True. Right away, there's no questions, no acts, no nothing. Tori was released in 23 hours. Hmm. He paid his bail and he left. If what she's specifying is true, how did he evade going back to prison? This is why I said at this point, I'm not sitting here taking a side. I'm just saying, I want to hear the truth in this. Because it sounds like, and I'm not saying that anybody is not is sitting here cutting out facts, but I believe, and I said this from jump, and I say it here wholly, and I will deal with the consequences. I said this from jump, and if I find out I'm right, I'm going to throw a phone, and I'm just going to tweet one simple line, I told you so. I seriously believe it was his bodyguard. Call me crazy. <laughs> I think it was his bodyguard. Because it for him to be free, and especially with having a record of the of that sort, it does mm-hmm. not add up. But then that calls the question, what the fuck did his why why did his bodyguard try to cheat on him? If unless he was telling her to do so or he felt like she was gonna threaten him. And of course, at that point, if you can't get to her fast enough, what are you going to do? It sounds like the gun fell and they tussled to get it and she got shot in the foot by accident. Like I said, <clears throat> at this point, I, even what I said isn't true. I'm, it is what it is. At this point, I just want to see, I want to hear the truth. And the only time we're going to get the truth is once it goes to trial at this point. Yeah, pretty much. That's all I got. Next week, we'll be back with five blazing topics for you guys. So I can mm-hmm. um, rant, you know, yell, scream, say fuck that nigga 2.5 and do all that hot boy, uh, do that hot boy shit. I'm going to do all that hot boy shit. And now, as, as tradition always has been, our friend, it is time for me to pass the mic like he used to do. And it's know. thread. And mind you, that's right. I have not asked Marlon what his thread topic is this week, so I'm just going to step this out. Uh, so this could take long, and it could not take long, but we're just going to address the elephant in the room because it's here. And by the time you all hear this, we will be in the thick of the bullshit. So, oh, hell, here we go. November 3rd is election day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you all have had the experience that I'm having with this election, but first of all, there are so many factors that make it feel very 
surreal this year. Like, it don't even feel like the shit is even really happening because it don't feel like we really had a race for the presidency. It don't feel like we had any real debates. The person that's in office right now is like a three-year-old child and, like, Joe Biden is Joe fucking Biden is just a lot. We are still experiencing the fucking 10th ring of Dante's Inferno all over the fucking globe in all corners of the globe. There's just a lot of shit going on. And out of all of that, you know, we've heard all of the go votes. You know, we've heard all of the shit that we hear every time the election comes along. But something that I want to address is the point that we've gotten to where we have to talk about creating and curating a post-election safety kit. Well, I have, what world are we living in, y'all? Like, I saw it for the first time today on Instagram. Somebody posted it on their story, which they got it from another page. But I went just to look at it, and, like, the preparation was that of preparing for a natural fucking disaster. We are in a time that this this time period will surely go down in history. Mm-hmm. Like if if things and I pray that they don't happen this way after tomorrow, but the things that have gone down, that have gotten us to this point are just a culmination of emotions. It's shameful. It's embarrassing. It's frightening. It's disheartening. It's disappointing, to be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. that we have to be here. And a lot of motherfuckers are really, really, really showing their ass in Trump land. They really are. Um, I've experienced shit at work that I ain't never seen in my entire entire 38 years of life. I've seen people like it's almost like they're in a fucking cult. And you you didn't pick you didn't peak when we were in North Carolina when we had our connected fight um after we left our friend's mom's house and came back to mm-hmm. the airport after we got our layover. And like, the Trump the Trump mask, a grown ass man, had on a Trump twenty twenty mask and a fuck Nancy Pelosi shirt on. Like I'm just like, get me out of the twilight zone because I yeah. promise you, I can't. I don't like it here. Yeah, I listen. We was just in Trump land this past weekend. Like it's it's crazy because even when Bush was in office, it wasn't this bad. I don't remember it, it being like this. We, I'll take Bush over. I'll take Bush over this. You know, and it's just 
fucking crazy and I, I, like it leaves me at a loss for words. You know, people have really been jumping out of it. The the racism has jumped out. Huh. You know, the y'all bigotry, the hatred crazy. has jumped out. I'm telling y'all right now when Riley, when Amber Riley put up there that she got a cost, like basically a whole bunch of Trump supporters surrounded her car. And she's like, let's, uh, what, they surround her car, they spit on her. I think they spat at her. Yeah. They spat at her. And listen, when she delivered this message, she said, do not let it fool you. I will fuck you up. Y'all need to make racists uncomfortable again. It is that time. Now, I'm normally not yeah. a, a violent person in any way, shape, or form, but make them motherfuckers uncomfortable. What you will do is go back behind your closed door. Because y'all got too openly okay with being racist. Like, it makes my blood boil so bad. It does. And, you know, I just, I really want people to be vigilant and cognizant of everything that's going on. Um, I want everybody to be very safe tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to not be intimidated at these polls because. I've seen video footage of some crazy shit, and they are really trying to deter people from making a change and getting out there and voting. But I need you all to not be deterred. Like, make it happen and make it count. I know this system is not made for us to win in any shape, form, or fashion. You know, it's, it's created for us to fail every time. But, you know... Don't give up hope. Do what you can to help make a change in this world. Because this shit, I don't know about y'all, but I can't for another four years. You know, and I, I've heard the words of people that are not hopeful at all. On no matter what decision is made, you know what I mean. Um, you know, I don't. I hate the whole picking the lesser of two evils thing. Um, but I I feel like that's the wall that we're backed against right now. And, you know, there are just, as a black gay man, I'm not feeling too comfortable about my community right now because they're trying to do a lot of shit against all of my intersections and the shit ain't cool. Child, when they had, I forget what, um, what parody account made this whole thing when um, the whore's wife, excuse me, oh child, um, excuse me, y'all first lady, that woman that is loose, that had the news that you could find on Google, um, when she got, when she got her liabilities ass in front of a camera mm. and said that my husband has always been a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. I said, y'all not gonna lie about this like this. Y'all just ain't. There is no way in hell you can sit here and tell me that he is not homophobic when he has done everything in his power to reverse the things that it took us years to get. Years. And, and is working on it by um, putting the old girl in Supreme Court justice. Because she's not about nothing. 
I'm still Nothing. trying to understand. Like, I'm trying to understand. They literally, most of the justices were trying to say, please wait until he is voted out to replace her. Because this is just not it. Like, no. please let's wait. And they rushed to get her in there. And it's like, this woman, it ain't even been two weeks. Right. Since RBG. I'm like, it ain't been two weeks. Like, what? What? It's all a fucking mess. But it's just, so, I, I really want everyone to please meditate, do what you need to do. All I know is these fucking consistent text messages I'm getting from the Biden campaign, which I'm not, hello, I voted Biden, I'm not afraid to say it, but please stop texting my fucking phone. Child. I'm tired of every app on my phone saying, oh, please go vote, please go vote. I'm like, okay, I think we get the message now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, like I, I'm, I feel fatigued. Yeah. I still feel very fatigued about this election. It. I'm like, I want this over with. Please hurry this up. I feel like I wish I had to wrap it up, Box. Wrap it up. Hello. Please wrap it up. Because my guy. Yep. So, well, that's all I got, y'all. I don't want to get too deep into it. I just want us to do our best. With the worst that we have, you know. What is, before we wrap this up? I wanna, I wanna get into. Besides the mental health tip, I wanna ask a question in regards to our mental health every week. Okay. Um, during our break, what have you learned about yourself? Um, I have learned that. I've learned something that I already knew about my family and how it pertains to me, but I've learned that it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. Mm. And that is that um, my, the father's side of my, my father's side of the family deal with anxiety a lot. And I, I think it might be time for me to see a doctor about my anxiety. What normally triggers your anxiety? Well, I've never, I only... I've never seen anxious. That's why I want to know. I'll, actually, I'm lying. It was one time, but I've never seen anxious. Yeah, I um, my anxiety is usually in the past. It has only been triggered by relationship issues, mm-hmm. more specifically breakups. I mean, it has only happened in that fashion twice in my life to the point of a panic attack. But this pandemic escalated racism, bigotry, presidency, uh, all of this shit combined has created some shit in me that I, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, it it's had my body reacting in ways that I've, I've I've not felt like myself for a long time now, since at least July. Friend, yeah, it's it's been a a bit of a struggle, <laughs> a bit of a struggle. Yeah, uh, friend. So that's what I've learned about myself. Uh, I've had 
a lot more free time to myself and to have self-reflection. And the one thing that I'm learning, I guess there's also five months for health tips, is give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. The one thing that we are very all notorious for doing is being hard on ourselves. Some harder than others. And it's, you have to know when your bet, like you're giving your best, and if that's not enough, then that's just not enough. It's nothing else you could do. It has nothing to do with you. Give yourself grace. Stop using yourself as a punching bag to bring yourself further down. There's nothing you did. Give yourself grace. Yeah. It is okay. Mm-hmm. It is perfectly okay. That's right. Now, I know you guys expect... Oh, wait. Do you have a, um, a mental health tip for this week? Um, I actually don't. So this was just a quick um life update episode for you guys. Um, hopefully um the energy will be a lot higher after all this is over with. <laughs> Child, because we just whew. I can't wait this to be over. I'm like, for real. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We miss you guys and love you so much. Thank you all for your support. And we will see y'all next time. Catch y'all later. Bye. Bye.